Welcome to Animal Cafe, where you'll hear weekly interviews with experts and enthusiasts working to better the lives of animals, and reviews of fun, fabulous, and useful products for your pets. Check our website, animalcafe.co, for more. Welcome to another edition of Animal Cafe. This is Mary Haight, your animal welfare correspondent, and we're here today with H. Bruce Franklin, one of America's leading cultural historians. He is the author or editor of 19 books and more than 300 articles on culture and history, published in more than 100 major magazines and newspapers, academic journals, and reference works. He has taught at Stanford, Johns Hopkins, Wesleyan, and Yale, and currently is the John Cotton Dana Professor of English and American Studies at Rutgers University in Newark. We are honored to have him here with us today to talk about his book, The Most Important Fish in the Sea. Professor Franklin, you wrote a book about menhaden, a fish that most people have never heard of. So why did you title your book, The Most Important Fish in the Sea? Because they are. They're the most important fish in the marine environment for both the Atlantic coast and the Gulf coast of the United States. And they have been for a long time before, since we got here. Uh, this is really an amazing animal, Menhaden. They're either called by a lot of different names, Bunker, Pogey, and so forth. Um, they have two crucial roles in the marine environment. Let's just start at the bottom. They're filter feeders. Uh, and originally they they were here in mass, like solid schools of millions and often even billions of fish. Each of these fish, and the adult fish is about 12 inches now, each of these fish filters four gallons of water a minute. Uh, that's the wow. that's the lowest estimate in the scientific literature, which goes up to seven gallons of water a minute. So. Here they swing in these vast schools, each of these fish filtering four gallons of water a minute. What are they doing? They're cleaning the water, taking out all the particles and so forth that keep sunlight from getting down to the bottom and stimulating beneficial growth. But more important than that, what they're doing is they're eating phytoplankton, there's algae, basically. Uh, and by doing that, they are preventing algal blooms, which have a devastating effect uh, on the marine environment. Uh, th they are very unusual in being able to do this. I mean, they, these fish can actually digest cellulose, something that you and I and none of the people listening can do. Uh, the, the land animals that digest cellulose have mechanisms, like cows have multiple stomachs and they chew their cud. Um, Rats and rabbits eat some of their poop, so it goes through a second time. That's how they digest cellulose. So they're cleaning the water, preventing algal blooms, eating all this phytoplankton algae. And that leads to their second role, which is they are a crucial source of food for all the predator fish and marine mammals, porpoises, whales, marine birds. Uh, why are they so crucial? Because when they eat that algae, they become vast repositories of omega-3 fatty acids. And uh, just, like, just like us, uh, those marine predator fish and the mammals and the birds 
they cannot manufacture their own omega-3 fatty acids, and mm-hmm. we all have to have it. So <laughs> this is the best source in the marine environment for those omega-3 fatty acids. It's a two well, they are a little a little miracle, aren't they? <laughs> Speaking of that, um, uh, you know, with this incredibly huge job they have, how big is this fish? Well, now the adult fish really gets beyond 12 inches. They used to be much bigger. That's before they got overfished. Mm-hmm. Um, and what is their natural territory? Well, their natural territory was uh, way up in the in the Gulf of Maine, uh, all the way down to uh, most most of Florida, and then on the Gulf Coast, um, the uh, west coast of Florida, all the way around uh, the going it's a little bit into in the, into waters of Mexico, uh, and then out quite out quite a few miles. Uh, on the East Coast, where the, there's been an industry that started right after the Civil War that um, is just, was destroying the species. And once that really got going, uh, the range uh, started contracting. So we, we have historical evidence for this. I mean, part of the book is about, it's, well, the subtitle of the book is called Menhaden in America because they, this fish is intimately involved with the economics, the politics, the culture of mm-hmm. uh, of the United States. I was amazed by this stuff. Um, so right after the Civil War, this, men, this so-called Menhaden reduction industry sprung up. Reduction because they, t- they took millions and millions of these fish, actually billions of the fish, and reduced them to turn them into industrial commodities. At that time, mainly uh, f- fertilizer and then uh, food, uh, food for land animals. So in Maine, uh, in the decade after the Civil War, 20 factories sprung up just to process the Menhaden. Uh, and I mean, you can imagine the dimensions of this thing. Wow, <laughs> uh, and, that's, that's but, remarkable. But wow. by the by the late um, 1870s it became clear that they were destroying the environment. And the first fight against the reduction industry was led by the commercial fishermen. They were losing their livelihood because mm-hmm. the fish that they wanted to catch weren't there because the Menhaden uh, were disappearing. So uh, they started a big protest movement. They marched. They rebelled. Uh, they actually burned at least one of these factories down. <laughs> And by 1879, the Maine legislature banned the reduction industry. But it was too late. Uh, the fish were gone. And they've never really come back. I mean, some schools occasionally get up there. But now the northern range, well, we hardly we hardly see any significant schools uh, north of Cape Cod. Um, we see very few schools much south of um, North Carolina, a little bit South Carolina. So that that contracting range uh, is the key symptom of a failing of a failing species. That's a that's a species un, mm-hmm. under real uh, stress. I understand that Omega Protein is a major corporation cleaning out as many Menhaden as possible, even juveniles. 
Um, yeah, well, on the Atlantic coast, they have a total monopoly. It's the only company engaged in this business. That's so, what I wondered. So, I wondered if there was anybody who and who they were. But hmm. yeah, there, there are a couple of small competitors left uh, on the Gulf Coast. But you, you, we get an, another sense of the dimensions of the collapse when we realize that on the Atlantic coast, there once were over a hundred companies. Now there's just one. This monopoly, and they are they're strip mining uh, what's left. Mm-hmm. And the main nursery for the Menhaden is the Chesapeake, and there is where uh, Omega Protein has their fleet of uh, vessels, uh, 10 or 11 uh, ships. They call them boats, but they're really ships, plus a fleet of airplanes to spot the schools. And they're all in uh, in the Virginia waters of the Chesapeake. That's uh, Reedville is where the where they have their base of the, and the factory and the fleet. And so they've been cleaning out the juveniles in the Chesapeake Bay, and this is one reason that the Chesapeake Bay is collapsing. You've got vast algal blooms, a, de- a huge dead zone, which is spreading year by year. Um, the, the striped bass, which they call rockfish down there, uh, are starving. And one of the symptoms of that is that 70 to 80 percent of the resident striped bass in the Chesapeake now have a kind of uh, fish tuberculosis, They're, which is eating them from from inside inside out. Uh, weak fish, um, what they call spotted uh, sea trout, uh, are practically disappeared. Uh, the bluefish down there are uh, are in radical decline. So you can see the you can see the collapse of you know, what was the the greatest area of the marine environment of, I guess maybe in the world but certainly um, it certainly in in north in north america uh because this species is being destroyed and and since maine banned the industry in 1879 state after state uh on the atlantic coast has banned the industry uh, and the only one that still allows it um, is Virginia. But there, Omega essentially bribes all the legislators and the, mm-hmm. and the state's governor uh, to protect the industry and, and, and keep any kind of restriction from taking place. Um, there's, uh, there's been no statewide restriction on the harvest, uh, although each state has banned it except for Virginia, and at least as serious is the fact that there's absolutely zero, never has been, none, that is federal protection of the species. So so the states can ban it, but the states only have jurisdiction on the East Coast out to three miles, and beyond that is the so-called EEZ, that's federal waters, from three miles out to 200 miles out. So this fleet of ships owned by Omega Protein uh, strip mines uh, up the coast uh, three miles three miles out, just scooping up school after school. And they can take a whole school because the schools uh, are very, very tightly schooled and mm-hmm. uh, they have a, a, what's called a purse in the cat that catches the whole school. They have airplanes to guide them. It's easy to spot the schools. Right. They're very, very visible. And they, take, you know, they just take the whole school. That's, it's just amazing to me. Uh, 
that a corporation can willfully target life at the base of the food chain that impacts dozens of species, including humans, and, and uh, set up an entire ecosystem for collapse. I, you know, when, I, when I heard this, I, I just had no idea this was even possible because we all think not too far beyond, well, you know, when there are depletions, they, and, uh, they institute a quota, and juveniles are usually protected. And this is, you know, completely the opposite. Well, the reason they're able to get away with this is because so few people have ever heard of Manhattan. I mean, the people who know about them are the people who are out on the water, mainly recreational fishing people uh, and, and commercial fishing people. They know about the, the species, but, uh, you know, landlubbers never heard of them. And so I've, I've tried to figure out, well, what would be a comparison? And the best I could come up with, suppose there were a company that uh, – Maybe they had a pheromone that could attract bees, and they had some kind of industrial commodity they could make, uh, an aphrodisiac or something. Mm -hmm. So they would set this thing up, and they were attracting all the bees and grinding them up and turning them into their industrial commodity, and the crops were all failing. Um, Would we allow the company to do this? We put them out of business, Mm -hmm. Uh, and that's what should happen to Omega Protein. Instead, uh, they just go about uh, destroying uh, what's left of the species. And it's only one state. It's Virginia. It's one state where they're housed, and uh, but they're able to uh, get all the they get as many of no the as they can. The, the, yeah. the juveniles in the Chesapeake, because in order for I mean, Maryland prohibits this, and Maryland's really been fighting to to stop it. But um, the men, in order to get to get into Maryland waters in the Chesapeake, have to go through Virginia waters. So <laughs> the fleet can catch them there, and that's the juveniles. And then the adults, are the, the, the the spawners, they're out in the schools in the EEZ uh, in federal waters, uh, being scooped up by the fleet as they uh, strip mine up the coast. Is is there anything happening now that will help Manhattan? Well, there's there's a real mass movement uh, which is going, and uh, this has put pressure on the Atlantic States Marine Fisheries Commission, which finally has acknowledged that overfishing has existed, so that there's something maybe should be maybe something should be done about it, and so on. And uh, they're still conducting studies, and maybe possibly. Uh, by 2013, they may institute some restrictions on the harvest, and people certainly can put pressure on ASMFC, it's the Atlantic States Marine Fisheries Commission, which is a compact of all the coastal states um, on the Atlantic coast. You said in your book, fish are dependent on what we do to them and their environment. What can people do, and also particularly, what can people with pets do? Well, the main thing that people can do right now uh, besides putting – well, first of all, people should get educated and educate other people Mm -hmm. and then put pressure on the various agencies to start protecting this fish. But on the individual and personal level, people can stop buying products that are made including menhaden in the product. Uh, it's a little difficult to sometimes know when Menhaden are there because it never says Menhaden. It says herring, 
uh, because men are in the herring family. So when you buy uh, your fish oil pills, look at the label. If it says herring, don't buy it. Uh, when you're buying food for your pet, um, look and see if, it's, if it says herring or if it just says fish without anything else in it. Assume the worst because a lot of these menhaden that are being uh, boiled and ground up are going into pet food. Uh, and that, that's a big, that's a big market for the, for the company. So people with pets can do quite a bit to put pressure on. Okay. Oh, well, thank you so much for being with us today, Professor Franklin. Uh, your book, The Most Important Fish in the Sea, is available at Amazon.com. Did you have a Facebook page or other social media you want to add? Well, I have a Facebook page, but I don't use it very much. If people can go right to my home page, uh, uh-huh. Rather than giving the early, just uh, all you have to do is What's Google that? my name, Bruce Franklin, and you'll get to my home page, and I get lots of stuff there. Okay, that's great. Well, thank you so much for speaking with us today. Well, thank you, Mary. It's a, it's a real pleasure speaking with you and with all the people uh, who are listening. That's all for today from Animal Cafe. Thanks for listening. 